0: All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. We are recording on Saturday, December 12th. Um, So this will drop on the 14th if the world comes to an end tomorrow and we don't report it. That's why. First snowfall here, Jake. You got snow yet? You got a cyclone bomb on the East Coast. Did it give you snow? Or a
1: little bit. Yeah, we, we did for about a day. It wasn't it wasn't too heavy. Nothing
0: really stuck. And we got that thick, goopy, good snowman snow here. So uh, oh. sorry. Snow person snow. I apologize to our woke listeners that are now triggered and angry.
1: Dude, I have all kinds of sticks and carrots and stuff. I'm doing all kinds of weird stuff to my snowmen now. They're woke as fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, kids are outside playing in the snow. That's good. Um so much to talk about, Jake. What, what do you want to jump in on first? We, we can talk about the Supreme Court giving the middle finger to Trump twice, if you want to, but everyone's talking about that. Okay, I haven't been following that so closely,
1: uh, but I, I know yesterday they shot down Texas's appeal to
0: overturn the election. Trump won in Texas, so what the fuck are they even talking about? Oh, you haven't been paying it. T- Texas filed with the Supreme Court to nullify the votes of Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. So Aren't te- those the same assholes who are always yelling
1: about states' rights? Yep. States' rights. Exactly. We, we, like, I don't think states' rights means, no, my state should have the right to take away the rights of your state. I, I, don't, I don't think that's what that means. I think that's sort of the opposite of what that means. What the fuck are you talking about? How are you going to sit there and go, I don't think that they were running the elections properly as a state who's about a thousand miles or more a- away from their states. We didn't get a good look at it. Like, what do you, I, I know, you were over there, you dumb fucks. Look at your own elections.
0: Well, I mean, I hate... It, it, I'm offended by what I'm about to say because it's so blatant, but it, it's the easiest go-to, but it's the easiest to go to for a reason. The undeniable hypocrisy Of saying states' rights or uh, Democrats are out of control because they filed that quid pro pro quo um, impeachment lawsuit, uh, you know, resolution, and then to pull shit like this because they are unhappy with the democratic uh, result—the the the result of a democratically held election—it's just. You have to laugh at it. You you could get angry if you wanted to, and you could, I can't believe this is happening, or fuck these Republicans. But you have to laugh, because it is so absurd that they are doing this. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. It's, it's entertaining, though. I This is my favorite part of
1: 2020. Anybody still bitching about Trump right now. It's like, what, you you hate the man so much you can't even watch him be a sore loser. Come on. This is fun, people. What are you talking about? Recount the ballots 27 times. I could watch him lose an election every day. This is great.
0: It is. he's at his lawsuits. He's he's officially 1 and 56 with lawsuits. The, and the one victory he had was something I, nobody remembers what it is because it was so minor and it didn't affect anything it was like it it was basic to the point of okay we will allow you to file this lawsuit as opposed to rejecting it outright yay we got the fight like it was a nothing victory that did nothing now
1: we get to spend more money on legal costs before we lose right exactly
0: and that's the only part of it that's sad is that uh you know however much money the republicans want to throw at this it's when the state's attorneys general waste taxpayer money. That's kind of offensive.
1: Wasting taxpayer money is a long, proud tradition in this country. Uh, It's been wasted on less. I, I kind of like having it wasted on, on seeing this fat orange bastard lose elections. I like having it wasted on seeing Texas get all angry and jump up and down like fog whore and leg whore. Oh, God damn it. They're going to count all the votes. Oh, damn it. I like seeing that. I, I spend it on that. Hey, it's better than spending it on, I, I don't know, another 20 years in Afghanistan to make seven guys in Texas and Connecticut rich. So, I, yeah, fuck it. Spend it on this. And and I would not – I would argue that this is not a waste of taxpayers' dollars, okay? Not not just because it's entertaining, okay? Not just – but more importantly, um, so the day after the election, you, you know, after it was called for, for Pennsylvania. Okay, and Saturday, like Saturday, not, not the right. Wednesday
0: after Tuesday, but the Sunday right. after they said Biden or, wins. You know, fuck it, the whole
1: next week, the whole, okay. whole next week, the whole, whole, whole week after Wednesday. Um, you had a lot of people – and I, you still do – Coming out and saying, "Oh, this is this is fraud," and, 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 and we need to we need to see what happened, and we need to recount the votes. You you had Tucker Carlson saying that basically on, on, on like Sunday and shit like that. So, um, w- without all this, without going through all of this stuff, if you're if you're on the right and you're maybe in Tucker Carlson's camp you can look at it and be like hey i think this election was stolen the more that they that they go through this the more that they recount shit and like hey here it is dummies we actually found more mail in ballots and guess what they voted for the guy who said to mail in the ballots as opposed to the guy who said not to whoops it looks like he won by more you know the more that happens the more you're you're you're, you're sort of pushing it to where, okay, if you now still believe that this election was stolen, you're not in Tucker Carlson's camp anymore because he's not saying it anymore. The only people saying that now are fucking Alex Jones, that, that what was it, AON Network, yeah. that, that, America and so, notice. yeah, AON, and, and so it, it, it makes it less feasible. The more you look at this, I, you know, uh, sunlight's the best disinfectant. Yeah, man. Um, Win with transparency. Fuck it. Like if if it's going to make people less fucking crazy, I do not think it is a waste of taxpayer dollars to make um, the the lion's share of 70 million Americans um, believe in those election processes.
0: That's, uh, I, that's a really good point, and I agree with you, and I like that. Um, that's why my two favorite things that have been happening are, one, when William Barr came out and said no fraud because he's had his nose up Trump's ass forever. So for him to actually be honest and genuine for one moment uh, was interesting. But more importantly, I love that it is happening in Georgia. Have you been following Georgia at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the heads of the Republican Party have been coming out and and being like,
1: I'm getting death threats from other Republicans. Well, not just that, not just that,
0: but everyone in the process in Georgia, every single person in the process from the governor all the way down is a Republican that has gone on record and said, look, I voted for Trump. That said, the people voted for Biden. The, the people in charge are saying, if anybody had a vested interest in changing this, it would have been me. I would have tipped the scales for my guy, but it is more important to hold a free and democratic election, and my guy lost. I'm a Republican. I voted for Trump. I tallied the results accurately, and my guy lo-. That, to me, is so much more important than, say, it, like if—, if for any reason, Republicans were filing lawsuits in California and saying, look, it's controlled by Democrats and and Biden won. That's something fishy about there's something fishy there. This is a red state. And, and I, I listened to an interview by one guy over the course of the week. I can't remember his name, but he, he's a Republican. He works in Georgia. He was uh, head of he was head of security for voting or something like that. He's the one that demanded and got paper ballots so that they could say, look, the computer tally and the paper tally match there is no disparity where people are saying the computer changed the results that's not the case we have a paper trail we have result receipts and they match he um fuck i started describing what he did and and i lost the point i was gonna make i i tried to tell what he did and i lost the point i was gonna make about him fuck uh but he he said he voted for trump and yeah so the the whole point is these lawsuits in georgia are hilarious because The Republicans are in Georgia are saying, we all voted for Trump and our guy lost. What are you going to do?
1: Right. And okay, here I guess if I had to just sort of make one point to just make the oh, the 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 election was a fraud and all this. It would be how how fucking stoned are the fake Democratic voters that were hired by George Soros if. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna win the presidency, but they're gonna lose suits in the, ho- they're gonna lose su- seats in the House and, and not gain the Senate. How, who the fuck is sitting there going, hey, hey Gary, uh, you remember how Pelosi paid us all that money to send in like a hundred thousand dollar, a hundred thousand fake ballots? Were we supposed to vote Democrat on the bottom of the ticket too? Oh fuck! Nancy's gonna be pissed. Like, they're not, no one's doing that.
0: Yeah, and that's that's another thing people are talking about is they no one all seems it. to be contesting any of the Senate results. They're only contesting a Biden victory, which is hilarious.
1: Right, and, and like contesting it or not contesting it, it's like, what do you – you think these fake ballots had the, the fucking Democrat on the
0: top and Republican on the bottom? You think, you think that's what the Illuminati that controls
1: the Democratic Party are doing with their fake balance? I remembered
0: no. my point. Sorry. I remembered the, the, the interview with the guy where I said I started telling what he did and then I forgot what I was going to say about him. He talked about uh, Georgia as a whole and said statistically it made sense. He said that uh, when you look at the 2018 midterm election— You could see the Democratic shift turning in Georgia with voter turnout. And and he said this is not a case of Georgia was a solid red state no matter what that suddenly out of the blue went to Biden. He said if you look at election results from 2016, 2018 and 2020, you see a definite curve starting. And he said that you, you cannot fight the data on this. That when you look at where it started and where it ended, it makes perfect sense. This is not a case of in 2018, 98% of Georgians voted Republican and suddenly, oh, now they're Democrat. No, he said this has been a slow build coming and anybody that denies that or says that it must be rigged is just not looking at the data. And I thought that was fascinating. I thought that was just fascinating.
1: He did way too much research on that. He could have just gone with, um, yeah, they were going to vote for Trump. But then in 2020, uh, a large chunk of our state got fucked in the lungs by coronavirus. And he said that it was fake. And they're kind of
0: pissed off about it. Well, even um, what was that guy's name? Brad Parscale, Pascal, uh, Trump's former campaign manager. He came out like two weeks ago and said, if Trump had shown any empathy during the coronavirus, he still would have won.
1: Yeah, I, I think so, too. And, and and we've said that on here. All he needed to do was handle it. I ain't even saying handle it a lot yeah, better. Yeah, not even... Handle no. it slightly better but just come out at the beginning and 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 basically given that sort of George Bush after 9/11 speech right. where he's like uh, America's going to get through this right. uh red or blue black or white we all stand together and we're going to do it together and uh, he could have fucked everything up after that yep. but remember democrats pretended that George Bush was a genius for like a year after 9/11 yep. okay so he could have. I'm not saying they would have gotten behind him as much as they they got behind um, behind Bush after 9 11 because a we were attacked by like 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 an outside entity you, that that is a little bit different it, it's a little more shocking it's a little more all at once and more importantly. George W. Bush was not, especially early on in his presidency, but at the time this had happened, he was not the polarizing character that Donald Trump has been, you know, for the last four years. And so they wouldn't have gotten behind him like that, but they would have gotten behind him enough to where it would have carried him through this, and at least, at least the the kind of middle of the road people or whatever would have. Uh, I mean, they, they would have backed him more in these swing states. And, and and so all he had to do was not be a dick, not call it a hoax. Be like, yeah, 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 uh, uh, protect yourself, but don't shut the economy down over this shit. You, you know what I mean? Like, he still could have hit his talking points and be like, oh, yeah, but, yeah, you know, maybe maybe wear a mask around a fucking 90-year-old that weighs 300 pounds. How about that?
0: I could not agree with you more. And the, the thing I agree with you the most on is where you said he could have still fucked everything up. Yeah. But as long as he acted concerned every step of the way and said, this is happening to us, well, that is it. I mean, had he done a good job, absolutely would have gotten reelected. But he could have fucked everything up as long as he went on TV once a week and said, another bad week, but we're going to get through this. We're working on a vaccination. To those who have lost their lives, my heart goes up. All he had to do was show any concern, and he would have won re-election. That's it. Right. And not only didn't he um seemed concerned. In the beginning, he actively
1: told people not to protect themselves against yeah. this and didn't do a goddamn thing about it. I mean I mean fucked up that whole thing with a test and I mean he called it a hoax. And so like at that point when you're t- actively telling people not to not to guard against it. And in terms of fucking up like the tests in the beginning and and, and the actual government response, that's a little bit behind the scenes. I mean it's not it's not really behind the scenes, but a lot of it is. In terms of his like just like his, his messaging you know you're calling it a hoax and you're telling people not to take precautions at that point you are you're going all-in on this is not going to be that bad at least not in the swing states and that's why I, I've sit on here many times I've, I've been saying since March this election was going to come down to are the swing states going to get hit worse medically than economically if so he's going to lose if not, he's going to win by record numbers because they're going to be shutting stuff down and losing jobs and not really getting that sick. And he's going to come in like the the white knight of right. the economy. And he's going to, he would have fucking crushed then too. Um, if if they didn't get hit that bad or if he was acting concerned, then yeah, I mean, he, he could have fucking had this.
0: And that's, uh, that's why you talk about saying one thing and doing the other. Two thoughts. One, I am stunned that the tape with uh, Woodward didn't get bigger play in advertising where You have him publicly saying it's a hoax and him saying in February, this is worse than the flu. A lot of people are going to die. That would have made a great split-screen advertisement. But also going to doing one thing and saying another and going to Georgia, the fact that both senators in Georgia, both of the Republican senators that are fighting it for re-election right now, said publicly, this is not going to be a big deal, while privately they were saying... Oh my god, this is going to be horrible. And then selling their stocks and buy selling their stocks in hotels and travel and buying stocks in uh, medical equipment and personal protective equipment. I mean, th- I I do not understand how anybody is voting for either of these Republican senators. If if I lived in Georgia. Oh, yeah. And and did you see uh Kelly's debate where she was just a robot and just kept saying radical liberal. She had no like she was asked directly, you sold stocks. And she said, I fight for Georgians every day against the radical liberal agenda, like didn't address what she had done at all. That should be the hammer home point. It should be nonstop on the air in Georgia. These two made millions while lying to you.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, man. Um, I, I think I think anybody who, who I mean, forget about even selling their stocks in 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 all these different companies i mean anybody who sat there and told people not to protect themselves in the beginning it's like fuck you anything else is like this should be a one issue election for anybody running against somebody like that yeah um if they if they fucking discuss anything else it's it's just ridiculous
0: uh greed all right let's jump on to other topics just for fun um we we we've been talking Republicans. Let's let's flip the party line. I thought this was hilarious. It it made fairly big news. I thought it should have been huge news because to me it's one of the funniest things. I, I just love it when this happens. Uh, Goya Foods, if you remember, the the CEO praised Trump and then faced backlash, and then AOC, uh, Ocasio Cortez, Alexia Ocasio Cortez. She uh, said we need to boycott Goya Foods. Well, they just named her Employee of the Month because her boycott fired up the Trump base and their sales increased so much. That's fucking so hilarious. Much. I mean, that's, that's what you, you know, do. Uh, when you are a polarizing figure, if you say don't do this, well, the other side is going to do it just to in-your-face you. And that's what happened. She said boycott and the Trumper said no. And I, I think it's... I think it's hilarious they named her employee of the month. I could not enjoy it more. It's pretty funny, right? Like,
1: I, I think I think part of it is is her kind of polarization, and then another part of it is is with the sort of um, with, with with the polarized nature of just, just politics in general, right? Um, you kind of have people throwing people who 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 just kind of side with the other side in in general. In the camp of you are now with the most extreme of the extreme, on that side of the party. If you're if you're moderate Joe Biden, you're Antifa, you right. know. If 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 you're a moder- if you're Mitt Romney, if you're a moderate Republican, you are now um, a, a guy in Charlottesville with a tiki torch screaming about Jews or whatever. Like like that's just kind of the way it goes, right? So you have this guy from Goya who comes out and goes, "I like President Trump," and they're like, "Oh my God." We got to boycott him. It's it's like no, you would do that. They're they're acting as if the guy actually came out and made a bunch of like racist statements again. Like listen, as the guy who sells a bunch of uh, Mexican foods, the Mexican people themselves, not the best murderers, rapists. (laughs) Like if he did that, if he did that, then then it would be getting some fucking traction because it would be. You, for one thing, you'd actually get the, the left more fired up to give a shit about this. And I, re- I remember the Goya thing. That was a little while ago. People was. on the left... On, on Twitter, social media, they gave a fuck about this guy for about 15 minutes, and then Trump or somebody did something else, and boop, on to that. That's the way it goes, is, is for the small things, for the things that's like a one or two, which is this guy, like, hey, I'm supporting this president. Well, he's a fucking asshole, and he said some shitty things about Mexicans, and you sell Mexican food. That's fucking stupid on your part. Maybe you shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? One or two right they're going to act like he fucking came out in a hood and started you know reading a manifesto or something they're going to act like that but they're not going to act like that for long right because it's a one or a two if it was a 10 they would act
0: the same way but for
1: longer right. and will well, so, let you
0: keep going just let me read his yeah. quote i have his quote right sure. here he said we are we're all truly blessed at this time to have a leader like president trump who is a builder and, and we're like not you say, and he's not well, he's yeah. not, but it's like you. I agree with you. What you are saying is, it's almost as if he had stepped up to the podium and said, "Thank God, President Trump is putting these unruly kids in cages."
1: Yeah, and he now didn't. we can. But now we can have a white ethno state that that will let me live there too. Yeah, that's what they're acting like he said, right? But like that, they're gonna act like that. They're they're gonna act the same as if he did that. The only difference is they're gonna act that way for less time, you know. However. They're getting a lot of support for this guy on the right because, A, he didn't say that, and B, they're like, oh, fuck the people who said that he did that, you you, you know, and and so, like, if if he had really like flew off the handle and said some racist shit, you wouldn't be getting a ton of support from on the right. Yeah, you'd get a few fucking psychos. You know, you get you get the crazies at the Trump rallies or like maybe, maybe you know, camo pants and Confederate flag shirts. I mean, yeah, you'd get those people. But the vast majority of the 70 million plus people that voted for Trump would be like, oh, I'm not on board with his Charlottesville rhetoric. Uh, maybe I'm going to buy different beans, I guess. You, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I like I like less taxes, but Jesus Christ, that motherfucker's insane. They, it wouldn't be getting the same kind of support. Whereas if it's just somebody going, oh, I just like uh, this candidate. Uh, he's good for business, and he's going to get the economy back on. They can get behind that. Basically, everybody who voted for Trump can get behind that. So they're going to buy the shit out of the product, and, and most of the left does not give a shit about boycotting that product. They did for about ten minutes. Now they're on to something else.
0: I, again, I can't agree with you more. I have nothing to say or add. It's just the the desire to throw gasoline on everything. Instead of picking and choosing battles, it's knee-jerk reaction. And as you said, everything is a 10. It's let's throw gasoline on this. Let's fight this. And then, it, then like you said, there's a reciprocation. When AOC calls for a boycott, people look at it and go, well, she's just being extremist. All he said was, fuck it, I'm going to buy him. Increased sales one thousand percent. I, I agree with everything you said.
1: But that was the thing is I think less of it is about AOC and more of it is about it, you're you're still trying to make a two a ten as as like a public figure as as, right, 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 as a right. representative. And so they're just kind of like it doesn't matter who is doing that. They're going to be like, oh, you're making a two a ten. I'm going to support the hell out of this two because I myself am a two. Whereas yeah, where is the people AOC you, this time. The, Right, The people that were actually going to be doing the boycotting, the people on the left, they are going to boycott for about fifteen minutes and then and then they're done because it's it's a 10 for for just a, a little bit of time. That's how it too works now.
0: All right, let's move on to something light. I'm going to tell you, Jake, I did not read this next story. I just saw the headline, and I sent it to you just off the headline. Uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. First of all, did not know that was a thing. I thought it was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and that was about well, it. Well, it, it had
1: more of a ring to it
0: than Real Compound
1: Wives. Uh, that was <laughs> They were like, dude, it's, it's more sensational. This really is a t- This really is going to get us boycotted for realsies. This is a tip.
0: Well, because the headline is Mary Cosby, interesting last name, no relation, I don't believe, uh, breaks down while admitting she, quote, didn't want to marry her step grandpa. I that that's a headline right there. Someone breaks down sure. because they're admitting they did not want to marry their step grandfather. Who would want to marry their step? But then it makes sense, like you said, compound wives, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, intermarrying, uh, polygamy, and or sure, it uh, just I <laughs> I could see why people watch these shows. They are they are just drama train wrecks that that make you feel better about yourself look my life sucks I hate my job but I'm not married to my step-grandfather things are okay
1: yeah it's a good point I mean even if your step-grandfather is Sean Connery you know what I'm saying you you're just it's it's still a little weird
0: hey he's dead though so we can't right
1: right right this was this was this was from the past. I was trying to think of like guys who were known for being good looking when they're old, and I'm just like, hey, he was the classic example. I'm I'm, I'm still going with the reference. Oh, are, he is a reference that will never die for good looking old uh, guy. Who's
0: um, Babs's husband? Uh, the Brolin, not Josh, James Brolin. Bro, James which Brolin? Brolin is married to Streisand? Oh, I, I don't know. James Brolin. Josh Brolin's James Brolin's a handsome man. All right. Yeah, he doesn't have like the... I, I don't know. I mean, he, he is, but I, I feel like it's
1: not as strong a stronger reference as Connery.
0: Eh, yeah, because I had to think of it as... Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, it is James Brolin. All right. I just did that off the headline, and, and there you go. All right, moving on. Uh, I sent you a story a minute ago. Let's talk about that. Um, Shia LaBeouf. Let me get to the story. Shia LaBeouf accused of... Battery, relentless uh, sexual battery, and relentless abuse in disturbing lawsuit. Not gonna make fun of that. A singer said that Shia LaBouffe uh, was assaulted. But the part that caught my eye was where she said, knowingly gave her a sexually transmitted disease. Now, she dated him in 2018. I'm not gonna, uh, sexual abuse, horrible, physical abuse, horrible, mental abuse, all sorts of abuses are horrible. Um, I hope she gets it resolved. That said, in 2018, if you enter into a relationship with Shia LaBeouf, you kind of know you're getting a sexually transmitted disease. That's like taking up smoking in 2018 and being pissed when you get cancer. That's what I found interesting about that story is the, what, Shia LaBeouf had herpes? Who knew? Was it herpes? I didn't catch I don't know. It didn't it say herpes. I'm yeah. just saying, you look at Shia LaBeouf, you look at his life, you look at his sexual history, you look at his his decision, you look at his alcohol, of course he's going to have an STD or three. That's just a given. Yeah, it would be more of a
1: shocking news story if it was, um, I fucked Shia LaBeouf and then I got tested the next week and it was completely clean on everything.
0: <laughs> now, the, another part I thought was interesting and-, and and again, I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying not to make fun too much. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is, uh, issued a statement. He said, quote, I am not cured of my PTSD and alcoholism, but I'm committed to doing what I need to do in order to recover. I thought it was interesting he threw PTSD in there because maybe it's wrong-minded of me and maybe it's wrong-minded of much of society, but don't we sort of reserve that for the military I mean I guess it can be any trauma and maybe we It should can see be it. any trauma but PTSD is the ADD
1: of the fucking 2010s I swear to yes. god everybody Oh my god I almost got in a car accident 3 years ago Uh, luckily I hit the brakes and swerved, but still PTSD from that. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, every, every day I, I, I wake up thinking I'm about to get in a crash. It's like, uh, it's like the beginning of apocalypse now. I hear the doors playing in the background and I'm, I'm fucking doing Kung Fu in the mirror.
0: It also, again, making light where I should, maybe shouldn't be, but, uh, oh no, I'm Shia LaBeouf. I've been a millionaire celebrity star my entire life. I was a child star, and now I'm an adult, and I've been a millionaire. Okay, The glass is
1: half full kind of mental trauma there, buddy.
0: Yeah. It's fine. I mean, obviously, kids' stars are always fucked up and on drugs. Dana Plato's dead. Uh, and so many of it, but...
1: Yeah, he just call it something different. And look, I'd feel for him if if ju- just, instead of just calling it PTSD, that everybody, oh, I, I got PTSD from this, I got PTSD. Uh, look, the child star thing, whatever the fuck happens to them, that's real. Yeah. That, I, there's something. I, I, there needs to be a name for that. Danny Badajucci
0: fucked up, Todd Bridges dude, is all fucked up. Um, they go
1: fucking wacky. They go wacky as yep. fuck. They should be afraid of... What, what was it that Hanson brother said that the only thing he fears is God? He ought to be afraid of whatever the fuck happens to child stars because they are... He should be afraid of what happened to Aaron Carter. That poor bastard is playing with himself on OnlyFans right now. Fifteen bucks a month. <laughs> is he really on Aaron OnlyFans? I, He's on OnlyFans. I, yep. I
0: lost track of him when he started getting all those face and neck tattoos where I'm like, that's... Something's going... When you are getting face and neck tattoos, when you were a a, a handsome... A teenage child when you were a child star and a pop teenager and whatever and suddenly in your 20s and you were a crack addict getting face and neck tattoos something went wrong something did traumatize you
1: Dude, I feel bad for the people getting in entertainment getting face and neck tattoos because um, that's really going all in on a mumble rap career, dude. Uh, there's not a lot else you're doing with that, you know? And so it's it's
0: like, you just look at you like, fuck, I hope it, hope it works out. Otherwise, he's going to be wagging off on OnlyFans. That's yeah. it. Oh, I mean, because what happens... Say, okay, let's just use Aaron Carter as an example. Say he goes through therapy, he gets the help he needs and he comes through the other side a better person, well, he's still got those stupid face and neck tattoos, so he can't really reclaim his life as a, what he was before. And And moving forward, it would be difficult to get Anything other than, okay, well, now you can be the thug or the drug dealer or that, you know, like he's not going to be the George Clooney. Say he he could have been a George Clooney. Aaron Carter had the looks to be a George Clooney. I don't know if he had the talent because I don't know much about him. But he, he, was, he could have gone into that leading man Brad Pitt sort of handsome uh, uh, guy, but now he can't. Now he's stuck as the drug dealer or the former crack addict or the rehab counselor because he made an idiotic decision with his life. Yeah, I mean, but even, I guess, to that point, I
1: think it's going to be a little more normal to have that stuff, even on the the neck and the face in the future, so you can't get, like, more roles than you used to. You remember in the 90s how everybody's like, oh, look at Dennis Rodman, he's got... He's got crazy, he's got tattoos all over his arms. And now that's like everybody in the military and everybody in professional sports. And like it's fucking everybody. And so maybe the face and neck tattoos of right now, it's like, oh, dude, he's crazy or he's a mumble rapper or something. It's, you know, in 20 years, that's going to be what the sleeve tattoo is now. I mean, it could be that. And then, and then 40 years after that, it's just everybody's going to walk around looking like fucking ancient, Gaelic warriors, you know what I'm saying just fucking like the entire fucking head's just going to be covered in shit. That but or could be. could go the other way. Maybe maybe the 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 face and neck tattoos are just a trend and so in 10 years what's going to be kind of the trend is what tattoo removal scars. You know, that's who's what got I want the coolest to tattoo removal. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Tattoo removal devices. Home tattoo removal devices.
0: I think that's, I I think it'll split both ways. I think it'll both become more normalized, and I think people will go, eh, it was kind of a mistake.
1: I mean, I don't know, but then again, look how much shit, I mean, Rodman got a lot of shit for just kind of being crazy in general. I was going to say, Rodman's another guy
0: that was unhinged
1: he was unhinged and and he was just he was wild he was all over the place but people really focused on the sleeve tattoos they were i mean look at that i mean no what because it, no one else was really doing that back then in sports but now you look at any NBA game any NFL game uh you know any any like American sports games where they they have their arms out and I mean, you'll see half the fucking team it looks yeah. their arms look like Dennis Rodman and so uh, maybe the neck and face tattoo will be a, a little, like it'll just be such a regular thing that it's like you'll you'll just kind of show up to banks and you'll you'll be taken out a loan for a guy that just fucking has you, you know the the jigsaw uh, on on his goddamn face because he was like oh I was uh, I was a Takashi 69 fan of high school and now I write mortgages
0: <laughs> and that's just kind of going to be kind of the way it goes. I mean, who's to say? It could be. I think did the military change their stance for a while? They said that yeah. your tattoos can't be visible, but now can they be visible? Yeah,
1: so um actually funny story about that. Uh when I was when I was actually in basic training, there was and toward the end of basic training, you'll you'll sometimes have people come in who are switching MOSs. MOS is like your job in the military. Okay. And so uh I was I was in the infantry and so there was other people who had other MOSs who wanted to be in the infantry. Why? I have no fucking idea. I sh- I would have picked anything else if I was doing it now. That's a young, <laughs> stupid thing to pick. I mean, hey, do you want to go get shot at and be hungry and uncomfortable for the same amount of money? Yeah, do I get to play with big guns? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you only get to... You, uh, that's why the military will never make it 21. And over it's because that's a young, stupid right, thing to because fucking Because by pick. the time
0: you hit 21, you've got a little life experience, and you're like, yeah. "Wait a second, I could do motor pool. Like, I'll do motor pool instead of getting shot." Hey, what, shot what at.
1: kind of what kind of job opportunities does have after the army? At fucking nothing. No office needs a guy <laughs> popping out the top of a turret uh, out of, out of the top of a turret with a fucking 50 cal. And so uh, anyway. Um, Toward, toward the end of basic training, there was there was these other people that uh, came in to just kind of like switch their MOSs, you know, and just did the last part of our, our, our basic training, you, you know, which was technically the MOS part, the job specific part, and um, and for infantry, it's really the same thing. You, you, you just use uh, more types of weaponry, and 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 you, you know now you're doing room clearing and stuff like that. Um, anyway, there was one guy who I, I think he was a medic before, could be wrong. But I'm, I'm standing in line in back of him at one point. You stand in line for fucking everything you do there, and and I see he's got these crazy. It looked like a scar coming out the back of his neck, and I, but then I'm like, nah, it's like ink. It's like a it's like a weird because I, I thought it was a burn mark at first. I thought it was like a burn, All you right. know, like like a serious fucking you know gonna be there for life burn. And then I'm looking, I'm like it's but there's like smudgy stuff in it, and I'm like. Hey man, what's what's this scar on the back of your neck? And he was like, Oh, that used to be a tattoo. And I was like, Oh, oh what was it? He was like, Oh, it's like a spider. It's like like a like a black widow or something like a big, big cool looking spider. It kind of popped up over the over the collar. i was like, Oh yeah. And he was like, Yeah, I actually uh, I, I got it removed because I was I was going to join I was joining the army and the the rule was you can't have any tattoo um, below the forearm. And above the neck. Basically anything that can show in a uniform, you can't have a tattoo. So anything, torso is fine, legs are fine, you know. Um, So I got really drunk, and I had my brother take a belt sander (laughs) to my spider tattoo. And it's still kind of there. It's still a spider. It just looks like a squished spider that got a blowtorch. It's still fucking there. You just can't really tell what the top half of it is. And it looks so much worse than if we would have left it. And I was like... Well, hey, man, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't have any tattoos. Um, But there was other guys in Basic that that, that had them and had them showing. I was like, isn't the rule that you can't have... Because, again, this guy had been in for a little bit, and now he's switching his job. And I'm like, isn't the rule that you can't have it on the face or the hands, but neck and forearm is okay? He's like, yeah, yeah. It changed it to that like a few months after I got in. <laughs> <laughs> so even the fucking army, even the army, yeah. who, I mean, they're just well, traditionally just super conservative about everything. Even they have been making fucking neck tattoos are fine in the army. So I think it'll be, it'll be fine to get a, you know, at, at, at banks and stuff too. I think it'll be fine for the most part. And, and face tattoos are coming next, man. I think it's getting a lot more normalized. I, uh, as, as opposed to these people just kind of go all in on a rap career and they either make it or they don't. I'm not i am not saying that depending on what the fucking tattoo is, that's a different story. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be more normal in the future.
0: I have two thoughts. Um, shit, I already forgot one of them. Fuck, I had two thoughts. Uh, first of all, that guy that takes a belt sander to his own tattoo to get to... to that's the guy I want beside me in a foxhole. That's what I'm
1: saying. I'm glad he switched MOSs. I want that motherfucker kicking the doors with me. Yeah, That, that someone who's going to shoot someone in the fucking face.
0: Well, not only like that, that guy. He, he's not only is he going to shoot someone, he's a tough guy and you want him. He has your back. He's going to take a couple rounds and not give up. I mean, hes that's a guy that can take pain. So he can... He, he can take a hit and, and remain by your side. That's a guy he you want He will dive on a
1: grenade with. and be more upset that they ruined his torso tattoos than anything else. Exactly. Yeah, tough motherfucker.
0: Exactly. Oh, I, I remembered my second thought. As far as the Army allowing tattoos like that, there was a period in the 2000s, and I don't know if it's gone back, but I don't know if you remember this, they were so desperate to get people that they kept lowering their standards you used oh, to yeah. you used to have to have like a high school diploma and then they dropped it to a GED And then it used to be you could never have an arrest record. There was a period when during the outbreak of Iraq and Afghanistan.
1: Dude, I joined during that. I know I was (laughs) I was joining with kids that were just like they were borderline. Right. I mean, it was just sort of like it was it was Forrest Gump and Bubba just fucking sitting next to me. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to get fucking fragged by my own guys. Look at this fucking mental reject.
0: Fragged not because you're an asshole, just because they're incompetent.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. It was... Dude, so they have you take a um, an educational test to get in called the ASVAB test. Now, the right. ASVAB... Don't even ask me what it fucking stands for. Everything's a goddamn acronym in the military. I couldn't stand it. But ASVAB is the test you take to get in, and it's just basic, you know, English math. There's a few different sections, right? Um, but the, you score... It scores 1 to 100. Now, I, for those of you who don't really know my life history listen to the show... I went to a high school for for dropouts. It is where you get kicked out of the regular school for just not going, for drugs, whatever else. You know, you're in and out of detention centers, you're
0: dying, whatever, you right? Took dog medicine,
1: right? Yeah, just little things like that. So uh, there's there's uh, there's dog uh, medication that they give you there, and it's it's fun. You know what I mean? They win you off it, but they. Uh, it's, it's like an alternative school, right? So not not a whole lot of homework, not a lot of school work in general did I do there, all right? I take this fucking test. I scored like upper 90%. And I'm not saying I'm some kind of fucking wizard, all right? I'm not saying I'm like uh, uh, the rain man without the stuttering and it just, you, you, you know, crushed up lines of dog medication. I, I'm saying it's an easy fucking test, and I'm dumb as fuck, <laughs> and I almost aced it, Okay. The it's different. They, they were telling me, oh, yeah, you can you can pick any fucking job you, you, you want. It's you know, Um I picked infantry anyway because I'm fucking dumb. Again, that just proves it. You, you don't have to be a <laughs> genius to fucking ace this thing. I, I'm dumb enough to decide to fucking do this, and so I picked that. It had the lowest requir- requirement out of this. Now, out of you know, how out of a hundred in in, in in mostly high school, college, whatever, you, you get less than sixty percent. That that's technically considered failing, right? Yeah. Um, to get into the infantry. Lowest requirement. You could get in if you had a 37 or higher. 37 out of 100. 37 out of 100. There was people that they let in who they wrote waivers for getting less than that. For getting less than that. Who took it? Twice, I was down there with a kid, and he was. Uh, I, I think this was after the whole Meps thing, where you're saying you they
0: admit their scores, like dude, you guys sit around and bullshit and dude, talk. we're
1: si- yeah, we're sitting around, we're sitting around and betting. Uh, this is uh, for basic training. We're sitting around um, and, and we're just kind of going over waivers and stuff. You know, a bunch of guys. Ah, oh, yeah, man, I got like uh, medical stuff that we're still kind of sticklers on. You, you know, but you could get in for maybe a little more. But it's just like if, if it's too much medical stuff. They, yeah, but criminal records. Feet, like our they were, dude, unless unless they found a fucking head in your fridge like Jeffrey Dahmer. All right, you were getting <laughs> in, in two thousand five. This was this was two years after Iraq. This was every when everybody knew we weren't just going over there to keep everybody back here from speaking Arabic. Like, no, oh, oh no. This is this is very closely tied to Halliburton and making seven guys in Texas rich. That like this was we were kind of running out of that. well, I'm proud to be an American. Yeah, and running I really dry. fucking love George. Bush, that was kind of going away, and people were like, whoa, this is not going to be a quick one like the first Gulf War. W is not his daddy. Uh, this is this is gonna be a rough one. And so they were giving huge sign-up bonuses. They were letting people in for fucking anything. Um, medical stuff. they still get a little crazy on. But we were sitting around talking about uh, waivers. And yeah, there's people mostly talking about criminal stuff and, and and this and that. And <laughs> this guy like, yeah, I had me a waiver. He was from Georgia. He had like a really thick accent. You know. He's yeah, I, I got me a waiver. And and we were like, oh, what'd you get away before? Thinking it's it's gonna be, I, I, I don't know, probably probably criminal. You know, yeah. he, he had a real du- Duke's Hazard kind of vibe about him, so it is definitely a criminal record. He goes, found ass bam took it twice. <laughs> and I was like, What? <laughs> what you, you only needed like a thirty-seven, you know, what'd <laughs> you get? No shame at all. He goes, nineteen. Like what? <laughs> nineteen. Nine fucking Tane? Holy shit! It was multiple choice, four questions. You literally could have picked A on every question and scored higher
0: than not Tane, you dumb motherfucker. Oh my god. And yet uh, liberals get owned whenever they say uh, we are not sending our best best and brightest over there. Then they get attacked for that uh, because... I I mean, you know,
1: but then again, sometimes we are like, look, I I got it for deciding to this. Dude, you get the full fucking spectrum, both the the smartest and most competent and squared away mentally and physically and everything else. Dudes, I I I met in the army and then at the same time, the most fucked up and, and off the rails and psychopaths I met in the army as well. You you get the whole fucking range, especially in the goddamn infantry. Oh, you get former? you get people who are 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 fucking. Uh, uh, you get people who are Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, right? You get those guys, and then you get your Gomer Piles, man. Like it's it's fucking crazy.
0: Well, I mean, the formers, those are the ones that go on to become the generals, and yeah. then. Yeah, the the ladders, you just, they sort of, you know... Just kind of fizzle out. Yeah, they, they weed. I mean. uh, like, I, I again... They go on to do
1: comedy and podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: I, I remember, uh, I can't remember what ship it was, but I remember, uh, to any listeners that don't know, I'm not ex-former military. I'm just an idiot comedian. Uh, doing military tours in the Middle East, I talked to one guy that was on a trajectory to you know greatness and he said flat out he said uh that the the, what you do is he said i'm not a genius but i work hard and i don't complain when i got told as a private hey take this toothbrush and swab the deck you know we don't have a mop you have to take like he was in the navy he said yep yes sir and he did it and every time he said yes sir his commanding officer went huh i like this guy And he worked his way up. And when I met him, he was something like a major and he was going for Colonel or whatever, where he said, there are so many privates that just bitch and like, fuck, I don't want to, and they do half-ass work. He said, you can succeed in the military if you just do what you're told and move forward, that's all. Well, plus it
1: you is. got commission too. Like, if you if you're trying to do the twenty year thing, don't do it fucking don't don't do it uh, non commission. That's fucking crazy. Just go go to OCS. You know what I mean. Get your degree, right, and fucking go to OCS. Get become commission. That's the fucking way to do it.
0: There you go. All right, let's close on that. And Not don't pick inventory. To
1: Get a fucking job where there's other shit civilian side. I had a friend of mine who was an x-ray tech. Guess what he did after like four years in the Army? He hmm. uh, worked as an x-ray tech in hospital. Yes. Guess what I'm doing? Fucking dumb shit. I've worked <laughs> so many shitty jobs after the Army because guess what? I mean, unless you want to be a cop, unless you want to be law enforcement and you and you want to you still be basically like the, the, the grunts back here unless that's your fucking goal man um don't don't do that but then again that's a young guy thing it's like wait a minute i get to i get to use all these different kinds of fucking guns man that looks like so much fun
0: that's i i didn't join the military but i was fucking stupid as shit in my teens and 20s so yeah young guys we are dumb You'd pick. I'm telling no, pick the Air Force. Fucking pick I oh. knew I
1: should have picked the Air Force even before I left for basic training because I was delivering pizzas when I had joined the Army. And that, that, that was a big reason. I didn't join for any patriotic reason. I was like, ah, I'm delivering pizzas at 20. Uh, fucking, <laughs> let's figure something else out, you know, quickly. And, and so that was basically it. You know, as I just looked down at the pizza in my hand as I was like, fuck, I've been doing this for two years. Before that, I was doing a warehouse job. And before that, I was just doing lots of drugs in, in, in high school classrooms, you know. So I was like, dude, this is, this is the best I got going for me. And that, that, that was really it. So anyway, I'm delivering a pizza to an Air Force recruiting office. And um, I, I, I walk in, I drop off the pizzas. There's this weird, goofy-looking recruiter guy, looked, looked even more like Steve Buscemi than me, and was just this tiny, squirrely guy. He's surrounded by, like, a dozen supermodel-looking women all signing up to join the Air Force. I was like, oh, dude, that's the move. That's the fucking move. Go and Air Force the And then you joined the, the
0: Army instead. I'd already joined the Army. Oh. I, I was just waiting to fucking... You were in the in-between like, from signing yeah, the papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was just
1: waiting to go to basic training. I was like, shit, man, maybe this was the move. Uh, I just signed up for... Not only the army, but a job that literally only lets dudes in. What the fuck did I do? I think now they let women in. I'm not sure. They do, but, yeah. they, but they do. Yeah, and, but but still, that's one of those that like most women are smart enough not to pick that fucking job. It's like they're, they're like, hey, we want the right to do it, but if we do it, you're gonna fucking pay us. Oh, it pays the same? <laughs> fuck you! I'm staying on the base right. and getting a job that has a job after the military. You dumb motherfuckers, go do, I, I appreciate the right to do it.
0: But, but you I'm guys gonna have to with pilot. That. I'm going to join the gonna, Air Force. I'm
1: going to be a pilot. I'm going to stay on the base with uh, showers and good food <laughs> and heat and electricity and toilets
0: and, and it's air conditioning. It's going to be great. You guys have fun. <laughs> have fun playing war. Yeah. All right. Anyone listening that's 17, join the Air Force. That's air today's Ford. lesson. All right, Jake. Good talking to you, my friend. You too. Bye, listeners.
1: Later.